It's floating around out there Steve Warnke, yes. Brian Kelly, yes. Andrew Benjamin, Here. Linda Miller, Here. Bill Norris, Greg Yeager, Jim DeFrancia, Ben Martin, Paul Weiss, Pete Wood. Next item of the agenda is public comment. Anyone who wishes to address the commissioners on any items that are not on the agenda this evening, now the time to do so. Hearing and seeing that, we'll move on to the approval of the minutes from the October 5th meeting. I think the position of the commissioners are all read. Any additions, deletions, corrections, or minutes? And we approve the minutes from October 3rd, 2022. Thank you, Linda. We have a motion and a second. Assuming it's a favor, please say yes. Yes. We're done. Moving on. This next item, um, due to a bit of an oversight, step two belongs on the consent agenda, so we're going to adjust this just slightly. Um, it's simply a straightforward consolidation. So, unless there's anyone has
perhaps address this first? Uh, yes. No, okay.
Thunder rolls around. That time, we will explore everything inside the discussion. We plan to store on the north side of the building, being that that is the side that I want most Our local development is as clean as meat out here and taking into consideration the so with, with the shed that we have provided, um, we build size wise, we can fit everything in there in the off season, and the majority of the stuff is contained. Um, other than that, there will be questions that you got. I'm sure there's questions that you guys have for me. With that, I'll turn it down. That particular drawing is not It is. Yeah, it's uh, page 37. <clears throat> All right, so yeah, we are here to hear the amendment application for Thunderstruck snowmob snowmobile tours. Uh, since this is a special use permit, Planning Commission will be making a recommendation to the Board of County Commissioners who will have the final decision. Uh, the goal of the hearing is to determine if the proposed amendments are appropriate for the site and the, the operating area. And staff recommends approval with the suggested conditions and restrictions, which will be explained later. Several public comments have been received since the packet was distributed and both of those have been forwarded to you and both of them are against the proposed expansion of the operation. So I want to provide a little bit of history about the just snowmobiling in this area and then this permit. The first SUP for a snowmobile operation was issued in 2005 and it was for 10 users per day. The second one was issued in 2015 and was for six users per day. And then Thunderstruck first received their SUP in 2021. In 2022, they purchased a, the 35 acre parcel right next to the uh, winter turnaround and added that into the permit boundary and uh, received approval to construct that metal storage shed. And there is a picture of that shed from a week ago that is up on the screen. In the spring of 23, there was an enforcement action, action to bring the operation into compliance with the approved special use permit. Um, the, the highlights of that current approval is on the screen. And the staff report stated that there is a 20 person per day max. That is incorrect. It is actually 40 people. And I uh, just wanted to bring that to your attention. Uh, previously, the county has determined that this current level of use is in compliance with the zoning regulations and the master plan. So in addition to the clearing up of the, uh, the terms that are used in the permit, um, they are also expanding their writing, uh, their writing area. And so they have 7,400 acres of leased private land um, 
that they have under lease and that's outlined in that yellow area. It is immediately south of California Park and the National Forest. And so uh, one of the issues that one of the items for clarity is the, the use of the terms tours and trips. So currently the permit says that two tours per, per day shall shall occur. Uh, the county looked at that as two groups of people going out. Uh, the applicant thought that meant they have two different types of tours, an advanced tour for the more experienced riders and then just a trail tour. And so they were under the impression that there could be four sets of people that that go out a day. So uh, this application is to clear that up. So they have two types of tours based on the, the riding ability. And then they're requesting 12 trips per tour. So up to 24 trips per day. And then they are proposing 10 people and from now on, when I use the term people, I, that includes clients and guides. So 10 people per trip, and they have limited their total number of people per day to 150. And in the past, they have received a permit from the Forest Service to operate in California Park. They will not have that permit for the 23-24 season that is coming up. And so um, the, the image on the left shows the their base of operations, the 35-acre parcel, the approximately 12 miles of County Road 80 that have to be driven to the, the operating, the 7,400 acres of their leased operating area. And then the image on the right is their 35 acre parcel that shows the shows County Road 80 on the west side of it, shows the location of the approximate staging area where the building and all of the storage will be located. And then adjacent to that to the south is the public winter turnaround area. And so the list of equipment that they would like to keep on site is on the screen. Uh, the snowmobiles, the enclosed trailers, and the open place trailers are proposed to be stored on the north side of the structure. They have requested up to 65 sleds to be stored there, and staff recommends that this be limited to 40. And this is this is outdoor storage slash staging of those of those machines. Um, the shuttles will be located, will be parked on the east side of the structure where the um, the shuttle bus turnaround area is. Uh, rumors on the east side of the structure, and then employee vehicles and shipping crates on the south side of the structure. They have requested to be able to store up to 60 snowmobile crates on the south side of the structure. They are brightly colored and highly visible and I've got a picture of them further on in the presentation and that was also in your staff packet. And staff is recommending that all crates either be stored inside or behind a solid fence so they are out of view of the public. And then, Equipment not stored inside is limited to those listed in condition six. 
Uh, staff did not want to get into um, dictating what could be stored inside the structure since it would be inside out of you, um, not create any impacts. Uh, we just addressed the items that would be allowed to be stored outside the structure. And then all equipment, uh, except for the trailers, must be stored inside during the non-operating season. And so there are three other snowmobile operations permitted by the county that operate in unincorporated route county. This does not include any of the operations that operate exclusively on the National Forest. Those include Steamboat Lake Outpost, Saddleback Ranch, and Lucky Eight. Um, and Steamboat Lake Outpost has the, the highest allowance of the three permits and they are limited to, limited to 99 people per day. So here is the picture of those snowmobile crates. And so in previous seasons, the applicant has had a permit from the Forest Service for 100 users per year. And again, this permit will not be in place for the 23-24 season. So uh, they will be limited to operating on that private leased land. And for California Park, the U.S. Forest Service limits priority permits, which are reserved for proven operators that have been operating for a substantial amount of time and have complied with all of the conditions of that permit to 800 user days per year because of impacts to Canadian links. CPW responded that there are no impacts anticipated. However, a formal letter, which we normally receive, was not submitted. It was just an email, and that email was in your staff packet. Staff reached out to confirm this comment to ensure coordination between them and the Forest Service is being completed, but have not received a response on this, and staff hopes to have this information for the Board of County Commissioner hearing, which is scheduled for November 21st. And so the issues for discussion are up on the screen, and they are are there concerns with the amount of equipment proposed to be stored outside, particularly snowmobiles, which they are requesting up to 65, and shipping crates up to 60, in addition to all of the other equipment and the location of those storage areas? And then does the proposed number of up to 24 trips and up to 150 people per day create cumulative or offsite impacts that cannot be mitigated or that exceed acceptable thresholds? And so the, your options are up on the screen with option number one, which is being recommended by staff to be as approved as presented with the suggested conditions and restrictions. And those specific restrictions are related to snowmobiles that would be up to 40 and then having the shipping crates either stored inside or behind a solid wood fence and out of view. Um, the condition of approval for the shielding of the shipping crates says that it must be behind at least a six foot tall fence. That does not limit the height to six feet. It just says it must be at least six feet tall. So as you saw in that photo, those, those crates can be stacked up. And um, if they want to stack them three, four high, then they would need to build a fence that would be high enough to, to shield those. And 
I don't know if this matters, but I will let you know. But a fence over six feet tall does require a building permit. Six feet and below does not require a building permit. So that's all I have for now. Uh, I am open to questions when y'all have them. Um, I'm clarify if you can. The fact that there is no forest service permit for California Park. Okay. No. Was it applied for? Was it not granted? Was it timely or was it just not available? Uh, my understanding is that the application was not submitted in time. No, later. Um Another question that I have, has the petitioner gone through all of these conditions and found them somewhat acceptable? Okay, yeah, I did send them to him. Uh, that was, and that was before they were finalized. There were some tweaks and some additions that were made after um, after we met, uh, but these conditions were provided to him as I think the same day that the staff packet was provided to you guys. Um, one last question. In specific conditions, both received five years. What was magical about the five? Or was there some logic behind five years? Uh, that's just typical, kind of typically what we do with uh, operations that we want to keep an eye on and and make a yeah, just keep an eye on. That's what um, the landfill was approved for five years, and so that's what we decided upon. I mean. That's a, that's a good answer. Those we have, that's kind of a pass, shall we say. That's fine. Commissioner, any questions for that? I'm not sure. I will, so we are recommending approval based on 150 people per day. Uh, that's kind of a subjective decision. Well, so when we made that recommendation, we had not received any public comments. Um, so the two letters that were received this week that were forwarded on to you uh, made some made some points that the expanded operation may be too much based on uh, uh, noise impacts and air quality impacts and impacts to the the road and how it is used in the winter time and so <clears throat> if we had received those sooner we might have 
uh, come up with a different position. But since they were submitted so late uh, coming up to this hearing, we really didn't have time to evaluate them and change our position. So, my main question is also the number of light feet. It's a, it's a quantum leap, you know, even by the county standards you showed with Steamboat Lake being at 99 and Saddleback was 75, 30 pounds, something like that. Uh, but it would be like 50% the largest operation in the county. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what strikes me about it. The most it's just the sheer, and then are we allowed to talk about the letter that came in today or not? Has the already? Or how does that? I'm not, it's, part, it's part of the public record. You can okay. take about it. So, I have concerns about their use of the public given the sheer volume of what's going to be going on with the guidance outputs. And so that's that's my main concern. It's being straightforward about is the sheer volume of it, numbers of it. That's it. Andy, any questions? Not at this time. Alan, if you go back to the original SUP and unwind the confusion, what would that head head count have been? Um, it would. Are you talking about numbers of people? Yeah. 40, 40 people per day. Per day. Yeah. That was staff's understanding that it would be 40, or that's what? No, that's what it, that's what it would Original what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically asking for an increase from 40 people per day to 150 people per day. Okay. Um, any questions for the petition at this point in time? Oh, I'm sorry. So, in that same letter, was a concern about the snowpack from the groomer and all the snowmobiles all winter lengthening the opening up of the county road to other users in the spring. And the suggestion that the petitioner do something in April to enable that road to get back over at a quote normal time without condition on it. So that would be a question to Well, I, I would like to address that first. Sure. Um, I did speak with Mike Morty in Roden Bridge and he said, uh, once the snow is compact, the snow is compact. Just because you're adding more sleds onto it, it's not compacting anymore. And so by adding this additional traffic to the road, it's not going to increase the the melt off of that road any it won't it wouldn't it, it wouldn't it affect, affect it. it it wouldn't affect it uh he was absolutely not in favor of them plowing in april he said that is when the road is at its most vulnerable and he is concerned with because when you plow snow up along comes gravel and dirt with it and the other thing there are 
Mill Creek is a low water crossing on County Road 80. And he said, if you start pushing snow and creating berms right there, it's going to start to back up. It's going to start acting funny. It's going to find its way around those berms. It's going to start flowing in an area that uh, they don't, it hasn't historically flowed and it's going to, it's going to have severe impacts to the county roads. He has also said that there are folks in Quaker Mountain Estate that have requested to be able to plow County Road 80 in the wintertime so that they can access it with a vehicle. And for those same reasons, he has denied those uh, denied those applications repeatedly. So road bridge doesn't agree with the statement of the weather. Uh, he, they do not agree with the, the suggested recommendations from that landowner, correct? Mr. Hocko, you seem to be the good something you wanted to say, so now you can do that. Yeah, so, Clay, uh, by the way, I think you up to the microphone, please. Thanks. All right, I'm just going to, so here's the picture of the site. You can see the winter turnaround area in the foreground. It might be hard to see, but this is their, their driveway access right there. So they would be coming off of the county road. They would not be coming off of the, the winter turnaround area. Clay, how many days did you operate last year? Um, probably close to 100 days. You know, rather with one client or you know, a bunch of clients, there were very few days that we didn't have operation going. Um, we probably took off from December or yeah, December 15th to April 1st. We probably took off five to six weeks total. Whatever that meant, they you know, right around 100 days. And how many guests did you serve last year? I don't even know. So the push for 150 is purely. So, so, so the is to ask for more. You only have. We're not trying to figure out. Again, I don't
I'm not going to be able to So we're in an area that is very difficult. We're in an area that is very difficult. the number, I see that it makes sense. Yeah, that's good. You know, if you look at our version of one, one of the trips, per trip, and we had to know that is typically people. We didn't want that to be nominated in this area. But we figured 150, that was a good number. Person to give us 80 parts. However, we are going to clean. We are going to go with our current. Um, we are the largest company now in the school. Uh, we look at the user perspective on what this person are picking. This is the number here. <laughs> So, 
On the list of competitors, isn't there one at Steamboat Lake also? So, this is, so these are the ones that are permitted exclusively by Route County and operate on private land. Um, there are there is there are operators that operate out of Steamboat Lake, but they are operating exclusively on National Forest land outside of our permitting purview. So, yeah, so that includes, um, I think it's, I don't know if it's still Rocky Mountain Rentals, but they're the ones that operate out of Steamboat Lake. Then there's Steamboat, um, Snowmobile Tours, which operates on um, Rabbit Ears. Uh, Vista Verde also has a permit from the Forest Service. They operate exclusively on National Forest land. So there, and then there are some rental only operations out there where you go to their shop and steamboat, pick up a sled, and then take it wherever you want to go. And right. but those are just that's like a rental car company. So you don't, they're non guided. So you don't have to have a permit for that. It's you clarified the difference. Okay. Well, the question is, so the area the tours the area of 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 the area the the area the area the 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 so what we were on was and after the established year five years, they use that the issue of this year one before the application process closed, they sent a letter to the letter stated, I think it was back in March, Just 
the view how you get really good general headers. It's just probably various assets. Your goal with assuming the level of the feature the border, you gave the utility database is very limited. And then how do you do this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, we got our door to these permits. Hardly the goal was to get more permanent permit so that if you did want to expand California Park, you could. But the bright light of our business is that like, clients they don't want to see what's in there. They're really ashamed that time at this price. So, you know, it has that much. Again, the trail is only thing on fluoride items that a few people so, your point, you know, let's say you have a little bit there, then it's five to eight years. You know, the speed goes to 3,000, it's a thousand out there. The unguided only place. That is our operation is only hard to roll out and everything to the top. You see that one over again, speed out there, I can say it happens right now. Most of the time, when you come out with us, and they will know what you very rarely do you have to see where it's here to like a one point or something like that. When you're out riding, you just like that. This is what's Yeah, absolutely. How do you groom Our goal is to groom two different of each. That is our goal. That was our goal last year. Um, unfortunately, um, the panel from Saturday, we got our groom that last year. We went about 10 days. I was, you know, mishap. Uh, it was an unfortunate for our customers, and um, he did actually end up um, in the um, Okay, let me just ask if you guys think it's right. Yes, you know, yep. So, the red side cabin up there, um, and he accepted he brought his boom around and he had um, and that was great. He did that twice much more than he was like, so you know, neighbors pitching in, helping out, and we helped us out. Um, we put about $30,000 for a viewer right now. It's all the marketing service. We're trying to make it as bulky as possible. Um, the product that we offer is a, you know, our customers are expecting a nice green trail, especially the material pool. They're expecting a green trail. So, public, you know, comment about the emptiness. I'm right there with it. I'll continue because I want that. I want that trail as good as possible. And that's another reason why in our site plan, we want to allow the viewer. Because we're at the point where we need to be interested in buying a second zoomer just in case that person went down, but we can always get an after. So we're as committed as anyone to making sure that that road is as smooth as possible. Uh, Alan, so hypothetically, in this particular instance, we're talking about a potential of a three year renewal, a three year longevity, which one time. Or up. Three, five, five. five. Um, under those circumstances, if the commissioners have decided that we're not comfortable with headcount and we want to tone that down, then it's got enough. Right. How hundred. At the end of five years, based on the petitioner's behavior, and he wanted to kick that up, uh, and we've not had issues. Is that administrative or does he have to come back before us? 
uh, to, to renew it administratively, there's no changes to the permit. So if you the answer to my question is he'd have to come back. Correct. And it would be another, it would be an amendment to the existing special. Correct. And but it, it could be, be just a single matter. Uh it 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 could be it could be one single request that would require it to come back to planning commission and the board of county commissioners. Okay. Questions again for the petitioner. Hearing none. Okay, at this point in time, I'd open up to the public for comment. Anyone wishes to address the commissioners? I can't, and I I need help on the Okay. If there's anybody over Zoom that would like to speak, either raise your hand or turn your camera on and start speaking, please. Not seeing anybody. I got two that's watching, right? Uh yeah. Yeah, nobody's nobody is unmuted. So somebody's named Ben who we don't know who is. Well, at this point hearing none. Uh, you know, I, I I have a comment actually. Who who is this? Uh, this is the name that's shown up as Melanie Richardson. And you are Jeremy Gelati with Melanie. We own property adjacent. We own a property adjacent to the county road. Mm -hmm. I, I I just like to comment that the audible, you know, was was really unaudible on this call. So, um. It's very difficult to try to follow along and dial in and have input on this call when it's um, the the audio is just terrible. Um, I, I'm a little concerned that the letters were not addressed. I don't know if this decision can be paused until an analysis can be done on those letters. Uh, so this hearing tonight is only making a recommendation to the Board of County Commissioners. Those letters will be included in the communication form that goes to the Board of County Commissioners, and they will be addressed. And will we not have minutes? Uh, the minutes will also be part of the, the communication form that goes to the board as well. I mean, I mean, the 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 minutes from this meeting will and those letters will. But I think what he's saying is that you guys haven't addressed those letters. Right. Yeah. Okay. You can't hear. You can't hear very well. So. But. An audible. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. The audio. We we can't hear any audio recording. Yes, there will. There is an audio recording usually available on the website. Okay, that's not the same as minutes. Let me clarify. Um, this no, is no. Hi, everybody. Hello. So, yes, the audio has been hard to follow. Um, but to answer Melanie Richards' uh, question, um, they're an adjacent property owner. We received a letter from them. It was received after the staff report was posted. However, they were sent to all the planning commission members. And I did hear you guys discuss and acknowledge letters. Alan, uh, the project manager referenced it at the beginning. And you all have that those letters for your consideration as part of this hearing. 
In addition, those letters will be included in the Board of County Commissioners communication form. Um, so this is a recommendation to the board. Your concerns have been considered as part of this, um, as part of this record, as part of this hearing. And the Board of County Commissioners will have those in front of them also um, as part of their um, decision. So I just want to clarify that. Seems to be some confusion of what the ask was um, and just what the process is. And to confirm the Planning Commission here tonight does have your letter and they were provided that although it was not on the online version of the staff packet, because we received it after the staff report went out. But what he also said was, had they had time to consider those letters, they probably would have be, been changing their recommendation. That's what he stated. We can only go by the timeframes that are dictated by the zoning regulations. Just because we receive a letter at the last minute is not a reason to table a hearing so that that can be considered. But again, there are two and a half weeks between now and the time the Board of County Commissioners will be reviewing this item and staff will look at them and will analyze them and include them in the communication form that goes to the Board of County Commissioners who will be making the final decision on this. Tonight is only a recommendation. It is not a final decision by any means. And what if you don't hear back officially regarding the Canadian links? Uh, then they had their time to comment and uh, we do not hold up applications because referral agencies do not respond. Sometimes uh, they just do not respond, period and we cannot hold up the public process for a lack of response uh, to those referrals. That is standard county policy. That's not something that we are bending the rules for this application. That's how we handle all applications of any type and sort. I also have a concern down at the staging area where the um, materials say that a full trees will be planted along county road 80 and it'll like completely hide everything like where are they going to get all the water to grow these trees when trees don't naturally even grow in that area and they're going to be full-size trees hiding everything how, so how is that, that going to happen uh that was part of their original application they amended that to remove the remove the trees because it wasn't possible. Mm -hmm. That's telling. Any other comments from the public? No. Uh, hearing none, I'm gonna close the public comment portion of the proceedings on this matter. Um, items for discussion, what I kind of like to do, we'll do a round table. 
and I would like or appreciate it if each commissioner would address um, the three items that I was in my head in front of us. But I'd also appreciate your thoughts and comments on what do I want to use? The density or the amount of people on the field. Cumulative impacts. Yeah, kind of. Yes. There's different ways of expressing. So so I'm I'm seeing this, and you guys are looking at the packet. Is there is there another yeah, I'm looking at the packet, so I don't. It starts with but I'm looking at does the planning commission have concerns about the amount of equipment to be stored outside or could be stored blah 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 blah. So the so the three issues you want people to address are the equipment outside, yes. the number of people total. I'm adding the people. Yeah. Okay, and then what's the third one? Uh, solid, solid fencing and crates. Okay, you want to tell me about this one? I, I'll put that up on the screen. That's all I need. Then I, before we do that, there's an inconsistency, I think, in special conditions. Number six talks about up to 47 of this. But then when I'm looking at it in discussion, six might remove it. Well, so the proposal is up to 65 snowmobiles and staff is recommending approval with the restriction of right. only 40. Perfect. Yep. Thank you. Um, anybody want to start on your first? Go. Put back when I originally started out with the question about. Pete, could you speak into the microphone, please, or move it closer to you? Thank you. Of, you know, I like that we are 
growing normal people coming here to use our wild, our local museums and our um, communities Uh, spoken and written letters about their concerns in their neighborhoods from where you're operating our valley. So. Um, I think I have this right, Alan. Just looking at the three items, uh, the, the condition number. Six, is it six? No, it's six. Yeah. Number nine. Number nine, as a condition, really kind of addresses bullet points two and three, does it not? Um, uh, it, it does. Yeah. Okay. And condition number six addresses bullet point may, depending on the commission's wishes uh, and thoughts, would address bullet point number one. Uh, yes. yes. So the, the combination of Six and nine will address bullet point one, and then condition nine would address bullet point two and three. So you guys following me? Yes. Makes sense. I don't have, have them. I don't have them in front of me, so oh. I can't see this and that at the same time. It's okay. Mm -hmm. So in the end, at the risk of putting words in your mouth that I don't know, um, so. Peter, what you're really supporting would be a reduction down to 100. Right. And we call trips, I guess, in persons. What's the terminology? I'm I've to just been using people. Yeah, people. People works good. That that includes clients and guides. Yeah. Shipping 
because somebody which is going to Commissioner Norris. I was looking for the hundred thirty vests for the number three to one taking care of how to get the way it's setting right now by bonds along the fifty Okay, you're okay with the staff's recommendation. I don't know. I'm right more. I like the one hundred. I like the one hundred number. Uh, I looked at square footage of the originally proposed building, sixty by one hundred twenty. I've got that right. And put the sixty-five by seventy-five, and it's roughly two-thirds, roughly the size of the originally proposed buildings. It would make sense. Four divided, forty divided by sixty is two thirds two, and so maybe everything just comes down to that lower number because of the sheer square footage of the building. Interesting question on density. Back to the Woods comments, and I, I've been thinking a hundred since I first read the packet, but also Clay brought up a pretty valid point about. Uh, the cold usage out there, there is you know, what's going on up on Radigate's Pass. And, you know, from a planning perspective, spreading out this snowmobile activity throughout the county based on a county road that's not too far off the U.S. highway isn't entirely a bad idea. Opposed to sending people up the pass or up the 129, you've got Iris 40 and 12 boat right there in the operating. That's the infrastructure. And how you get to the site and putting the people who've got a large town taking the fans in the site. And yet, I think 150 is too much. So I would settle 152. I wish they would like to make some sense. That's it. Yeah, the 100 is generally agreeable number, especially since we'll see it again in five years. Gives opportunity to up the number. Um, it is important to note when we talk about density, 50 users a day on 7,800 acres, it's roughly one person per 150 acres. And that's at 50 people, sorry. But the problem with that math is that it's an assumption that every Acre acre is traversable and sure. Yeah, I mean for a good rider, every acre is all of that. But you know, when talking about density, we, we can think about how many people are utilizing the space. And I think that just helps to kind of put the number in perspective. Um 
sure drop it down from 65 to 40. Uh, understanding that the extra sleds are not for a capacity, they're like that's backup and things like that. So you kind of limit downtime, but they have another spot where they can bring sleds in and out. So I think that's workable, the lower number. Um, the fencing, I think if the fencing is high enough and the crates aren't stacked, we can mitigate, the fencing will help mitigate that negative impact. The impacts to the county road are the one thing that is hard to mitigate in this case, I think. Um, and the fact that the snowmobiles are using the county road for access. Um, Mill Creek should be noted that it really should have a crossing. Road and Bridge should put it on their wish list. <laughs> <laughs> There's an improved culvert just a quarter mile up the road on the next creek crossing. So that's just something that's gotten by in the last couple of years, maintenance, I'd say. Um, but, you know, I understand road and bridges after pension. The ski area plows its access roads every year to gain access for working. That's once the season ends, they plow their roads off, the roads dry quicker. Yes, there is some repair that's involved, but I can respect road and bridges' desire not to have an outside source maybe being in charge of that. That way they keep it in their own control. In general, I think I'd be agreeable to the revisions to the recommendations and I could support them. With the 100? I, I think that's a reasonable, it falls in line with everybody else. So you're saying the 100 and the 40? The 100 and the 40. Okay. I, I would support more sleds but that's not critical to me because they do have a base of operations here in town where sleds could be moved around. Yeah, things can be shuffled. It just makes more work. It makes them less efficient. So what I'm hearing is that all of the conditions are acceptable. The only change would be to... Number three, the bullet point that restricts the number of people per day from 150 to 100. Is that correct? Yep. All right. Okay. Bill, you'll, you could support that. And then bullet number three. I think the commissioners are on the right track. It strikes me that the petitioner probably got off in the wrong foot some time ago, which led to, and, and an argument we made, some of it was interpretation, some of it was the set of it, but got off the wrong foot. Um, regrettably, ended up with the commissioners. But it was obvious to me the county commissioners were interested in giving the petitioner another shot, which is actually one of the this evening. And I'm pleased to see the progress that, and apparently, well, I guess I consider it to be some type of working relationship between staff and petitioner. And so, to that extent, um, it tells me the system works. And it tells me we're doing the right thing. I think the commissioners are right. Scaling down the people count 
But I think otherwise, the balance of the conditions that are in place makes sense to me. I think they're well thought out, shall we say, and I think it's, it's a good compromise. And, and so to that extent, I'm comfortable with what's done. And may, may I make one last comment? Sure. Um, I think we also have to consider the timing of when they received approval to build their structure last year at the beginning of October. And then let's also remember that it started snowing the second week of October and it didn't stop until April. And so they were, they got this new 35 acre parcel, they got approval to use it. And then two weeks later, it just started hammering. And so there are growing pains associated with a brand new operation and just the timing of when they received approval to be able to operate on that 35 acres and when it started snowing, that compounded. If we were having, if last year was this year, I don't think we would be having the same conversation because, uh, because here we are the 2nd of November and there's no snow on the ground. I'm still landscaping. It, 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 exactly, exactly. So um, so it's my personal opinion that it was just the, the timing and the weather circumstances and everything that led to most of the issues that were experienced last winter. And only because I just can't let you have the last word. <laughs> um, Nor should I. That's fine. A um, couple other ideas I didn't have a lot of time to read for those, but certainly. But as I was sitting here listening to the conversation, I do tell myself a couple of items that were in the letters were knocked out. The Forest Service Road 42 issue is gone in one way because there's some access we can't have everything about it. Um, the topic of the question about the room in the road, that's been addressed. So that one's kind of off the list. Um, I guess those are the only things that I picked up. And I just would encourage again, neighbors or whomever, again, another three weeks. What is the two and a half? Yeah, about three weeks. To get some of these issues ironed out or clarified or whatever. So, unless there are other questions or considerations or anything that wants to discuss, I could be in a position to receive them. I move we approve PL 2023 uh, with findings of fact 1 through 3 and specific conditions as enumerated and crossed out in the packet with the amendment of the 100. 50 people to 100 people. All those in favor of the motion as presented, please signify by saying yes. Yes. Opposed say no. Third vote is yes. Motion is carried. Okay, this pursuit is 
seeing you guys. I'm glad to see you guys. It's been a long time. I'm glad I'm not sitting there dealing with this. <laughs> so, we'll see thank you. you guys. You guys have a great evening. Thank you too. He, he does the steamboat filters up on the pass. He's the guy who wants to build a big storage structure right off of US 40. Aha. Uh -huh. Now I get it. Oh, with the yeah, there was the the out outdoor he he runs the zip line and then he stores all of his sleds on that property and a couple years ago y'all approved um outdoor storage of his snowmobiles for storage in the summer and he wants to build a big structure he wants to put them inside just like just like everybody does but there was there's this conflict that seems to be resolving itself well, for some people, play. Yeah. It is. Whether anybody uses I don't know, but it's all there. He comes back every couple of weeks. His last name is Jess. Cobb. Cobb. That's Jason Cobb. Yeah. Who is Jesus? Alan? Um, so I'll jump in and start and say we have no hearing scheduled coming up. Um, again, we don't schedule them. For, we schedule them two weeks out. So, um, so there will not be another hearing in November unless Christy comes back and tells me we have some kind of code yeah. meeting. Um, but as far as applications go, there are no hearings that are scheduled, period. But, um, so we do have the meeting scheduled um, for code adoption amendments. And we have two back-to-back -back joint work sessions that we are looking to schedule for module two and back-to-back -back module three, we are trying to wrap this up all together. So <laughs> the expected schedule that we're looking at um, actually scheduling is November 30th, which would be one of your nights for a joint meeting for module two. And then on December 7th, no, wait, I take that back, December 14th, we are looking to have the part two for module three, um, a joint work session. Uh, so I, I just want to be clear. So a joint meeting on Thursday, November 30th for module two, two 
and then a joint meeting on Thursday, December 14th for module three. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, what was that? Correct. Okay. So the 30th and the 14th. Yes. Correct. So does that mean, given that the 14th is a second Thursday, that there is also a potential to have meetings on the 7th and the 21st? Potentially. Yes. Okay. Just yep. checking. Is it the 7th going to come no. real soon? It's gone. No, no. Not close. Not even close. That's a month from now. We would have to. You we, have to post it. No. Well, any hearing that's scheduled for the seventh would have to be noticed by the twentieth, which is in oh, three weeks. To be noticed for new application. Yeah. Okay. So we still got some time. Okay. Okay. So. Would hurt me. I think so. Um, I just want to just let y'all know about how not to toot our own horn, but over the past week and a half, with everybody being out and every like staff has been rocking it. I mean, we've been, I think most of the past week and a half, there's been two people in the office and everybody's been working from home and even being sick we're still making sure phones are answered billing is getting taken care of um it we've got we've got a great staff right now and i'm very and i know christy shares this thought but we're we're lucky to have the staff that we have it's been it's been not having to worry about things has been great <laughs> And I would submit that you should invade your staff with the commissioners to truly appreciate We will. I mean, I, I frankly, I'm, I have been confident by the reaction and the responses that, let's just say, friends and neighbors have gotten for the planning department. Thank Good. You. I think those things, it's, it's an envoy. Good. So Thank you. Appreciate share that voice. Will do. Although we do know there are those that don't share that same sentiment <laughs> and that will never change, but <laughs> we appreciate it. I, I would say it's not that they don't appreciate staff and the reaction they get from staff. They just disagree with the regulations and the county policies. And exactly, that's, that's nothing that we have control over. Speaking of which, and, and maybe this is a question for Christy. Is there a uh, is are we at the time where I should be re re reviewing that draft? Uh, not at this time. Okay. No. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Don't you worry. I will let you know. In case it comes back to bite you, I did tell Sarah in the case that I thought she was in the. <laughs> he did. I testified that. All right, can you stop that? Yes. Thank you. Do I just do I pause it or do I just actually stop it? 
And now I just press 